here's a message from Ken Lavica. Ah, Monday Night Football. A chance to kick back, have some fun, watch a good old-fashioned NFC East battle. Wait, Eli Manning threw up two double birds on national television? Do people flick one another off still in 2021? NHR and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3. This is ESPN 106.3 WUUB Jupiter. Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I tell you what, only this mother bleeping show, only this show just gets randomly interrupted by stuff. Like stuff just randomly plays. Things just randomly come out over the air. Like I don't know, in two minutes you might start hearing Barbara Streisand over, I have no idea. What a hodgepodge of crap. That's really, truly the slogan of this show. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We're flicking people off, apparently. Like, people are still throwing up middle fingers. I, I had no idea, and I need to get to the bottom of this. We're in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers, right off of the uncomfortable and summery, yet it's fall, Intracoastal. Uh, you are listening to us on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, hey, Google Play, ESPN 106.3. Captain competent Joe Rigotti in the uh, captain's chair, as always. He's the man who's truly in charge. I just talk for an hour. So last night, Monday Night Football, and I am a complete convert now. I'm, I'm all Manning cast all the time. And I don't know what I'm going to do for the next three weeks because how dare Peyton and Eli take some time off? They're not going to be doing a Manning cast over the next three weeks. So I have to listen to Levy and Greasy and Riddick. And fine, like they're, they're, they're fine, but they're not Eli and Peyton. And here's what the Manning cast has done to me as well. I am a Division One play-by-play voice. I feel so inadequate because what I do for a living describing the game has been completely undercut by this achievement that ESPN has put together with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. That's so much more wildly entertaining than anything that that television medium, that play-by-play football medium has done in seven decades. Like, forget Keith Jackson. Forget Brent Musburger. Forget Steve Levy. Forget uh, Al Michaels. Like, that, that is good television. So I'm lost. And I'm about to just go sell insurance. Like, I think my time is done. Like, there's money in that. There's money to be had in that. I feel like I can transition into that as a career. I don't know how to count. I'm not good with numbers, but I'll figure it out. It's fine. You don't need that to be an insurance salesman. Like, they, they, they've caused me to reevaluate everything in my professional life. But I'm, I'm watching the Manning cast last night, and Chris Long is on in the fourth quarter. He was their fourth quarter guest. And Eli Manning was talking about playing in Philadelphia, and he got real animated and acted out a real scene from the time, or times, uh, 
that he was playing in Philadelphia. Here's Eli Manning last night on ESPN's Monday Night Football Manning cast. You go to Philly, I mean, you're getting the double bird right away from a nine-year-old kid. I would give the bird. I don't know. Can we do that? Can you, I'm sure you can, you can blur that out, right? It's over now. Yeah. So, I mean, getting double bird by a nine-year-old, and they're saying things about my mom and Peyton. And you, I can't tell you what they said about mom. So it's hilarious. It's good stuff. But in the middle of that, Eli Manning on national television is throwing up the double bird. And I was like, wow, first of all, I think that's hilarious. Him asking, hey, I'm sure they can just blur it out, right? Like That's equally hilarious because it's live television. <laughs> like, Eli, yes, there's a delay, but that's for audio. That's not for the visual component of the entire thing. They can't just start throwing in blurs on your middle fingers. You are on, you're on live TV. But I was also like, you know what? I don't remember, because it's been so long, I don't actually remember the last time that I flicked anybody off. Like, Think about how juvenile that is to stick your middle finger up at somebody. And think about how juvenile it is when you go with one middle finger, but then you decide, you know what? I really want to drive this home. I'm going to put an emphasis on this. Why don't we throw an exclamation point on this and throw up, a second middle finger. Like, think about that. Do people still, do you still flick people off? Do you still flick people off? And in what setting are you flicking people off? I, I swear to God, it has been over a decade. It might even be damn near 15 years for me the last time that I flicked somebody off. And I sure as hell have not done the double bird. But I I really want to know. I need to know. After Eli last night, I'm inspired to find out. Get to the bottom of, do you still flick people off? And in what setting are you flicking people off? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Make sure to hit us up on social media, at ESPN West Palm. Do you people really still flick people off? Are you still tossing your middle finger up at people? Now, a funny thing about the, uh, the middle finger, apparently that act has been around for a long time. And you know what the intended disrespect is of the middle finger? Because I think a lot of people, just because the, the words that usually coincide with the middle finger are bleep you, I think that it, universally everyone just assumes that it's bleep you. But the middle finger is actually intended to be a phallus. That's right. When you flick somebody off, the base of that insult tradition is you flashing your pee-pee at somebody. That's what it is. So just keep that in mind next time you flick somebody off. I tend to think that flipping people off is wildly juvenile. Is it funny at times? Sure. But there's nothing to me that I don't know why, and it makes my skin crawl, because it's just so useless. It's, it's drunk people flicking off the camera. Like, when you're taking a picture, and you flick off the camera, do you think that that looks awesome? <laughs> like, are you like, hey, hey, Bill, Bill, hey, check out my Bud Light. I'm going to crush this on my head, I'm going to shotgun it, and then I'm going to flick off the camera. Get out of your, no, no, Bill, Bill. Get your phone out. Get your phone out. Take a picture of this. One, two, three. Ah, double bird. Yeah, bleep, yeah. Like, is that cool? Is that cool? Like, somebody, 
And you see it all over Facebook. Now, also, when you see the person that is flicking off the camera, typically, it's a bro. It's almost always a bro, or it's a drunk girl with a cigarette in her hand. That, those, if you're going to go with uh, your most common genders, male and female, it's going to be a bro with his hat backwards, or it's going to be a girl just completely wiped out with a cigarette in her hand. That is where you get flicked off photos. I don't know why. It drives me in. Uh, oh, this is going to look badass, bro. Double bird. Yeah. Do you still flick people off? And in what setting? And do you go double bird? Like, how angry do you have to be? How much of a message do you need to send if you're throwing up the double bird? Again, Eli Manning did this last night on national television. Do you still flick people off? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. Let's start with Brad in West Palm. Brad, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Brad? Hey, Ken, how are you? Good, man, good. What's uh, going on? You, you can't tell me in all that time you spent with Josh Cohen, <laughs> you didn't give him the bird when the rest of us didn't see it. All right, all right, so... While I may have thought about it, I refrained I refrained from doing it. Because I also, too, in commercial breaks, once the mic goes off, I can just say it. I can verbalize it as opposed to, to motioning the middle finger. But I, I don't know why. And, and, and Brad, this is, this is God's honest truth. I am like 5'7". I am uh, like 135 pounds. I'm a diminutive small guy. If I'm out in public now, and I'm flicking people off, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I, I don't want any part what? of that. Uh, who kicks somebody's ass over a bird anymore? Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I, I, so dated. I, I got to imagine if you're working with Cohen and the way he treated you, the, the bird just stayed up when we couldn't see it. So, it was just but that's a, me, brother. Oh, man, I love it, Brad. I appreciate the call. That's right. When I was working with Josh, it was it was just a, um, a, 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 a completely compulsory reaction. The middle finger was going in the air. No. I promise, when I worked with Josh, I did not, I did not stick my middle finger up at him. Josh would uh, attest to that as well. While we were angry at times, or I was angry at times, one, I love Josh, okay? So uh, it's not like I was miserable, but yeah, he made me mad. He made me really, really angry sometimes, but I didn't flick him off. I didn't do it. And I sure as hell did not flip him the double bird. That's a great point, though, brought up by Brad. Do people still get their ass kicked <laughs> over, over a middle finger? Do people still get their ass kicked over? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen anybody get their ass kicked <laughs> after they shot their middle finger at somebody? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to Jupiter. That's where we find David. David, what's going on, brother? Not a whole lot. I think the. Uh, efficacy of the bird has gone away with many generations, <laughs> but I still use it when, you know, I live here all year round. I've got my shorts and flip-flops. I'm relaxed. I like to play golf. And all of a sudden, all these old New Yorkers come and start honking at me on the road. Uh-huh. And nothing, nothing gets under the skin of like a 70-ish old, you know, <laughs> New York guy in like a Mercedes. <laughs> who's honking at you than the bird, and it's uh, hilarious to watch. David, please air all your 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 snowbird grievances. This can be your place to unload. Trust me, I am totally no, okay that, with that. 
That might be like the new TikTok or, uh, you know, uh, Instagram page, just giving old people the bird uh, coming from New York. I love it. 75-year-old Vito from Long Island's pulling up behind you in a Mercedes and honking at you. Yeah. I. Um, so so while, while old people drive me crazy, driving slow as well, I can't imagine that I'd feel real good. And I know this has happened to some friends of mine who they're on 95 and they get cut off by someone who's driving slow and clearly not paying attention, and you pull up to the side of them, and it's like a 90-year-old dude just, like, being old <laughs> being old and driving, and he doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know what's going on around him. Should we, he, he be on the road? Probably not. But does he deserve a middle finger? He's 90. Like, uh, you really, like, I feel like at 90 years old, a middle finger doesn't do anything to you anymore. You've seen it all. You've experienced it all. You've gone through trials and tribulations, had children, seen them off to college. Most of your friends are dead at that point. You think that a middle finger is, is really going to drive the point home? Hey, bleep off. No. No. I, I don't think that old people are taking middle fingers to heart. Now, has the middle finger lost its efficacy? Perhaps. Because all of this discussion started off of Eli Manning. And when nine-year-olds are throwing the double bird... As, as Eli Manning suggests, then yeah, maybe it's lost its e- efficacy. By the way, if you're the parent of that nine-year-old, what a failure you are. Like, do, you, do you think, I, I'm sure the dad in that scenario was like, ah, hell yeah, Bobby. <laughs> you tell Eli, who's boss, throw up those double middle fingers. Yeah, go birds. <laughs> like, I mean, I, if, my, if my daughter's ever throw up their middle if i ever see my daughters drunk with a cigarette in their hand throwing up their middle finger at a at a, at a picture they're cut off that's it like, that's it i i hate those pictures are you still flicking people off and have you used the double bird and in what setting 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 we'll get to twitter in uh, just a moment at espn west palm ken levick alive is presented by the fau mba sport management program fau.edu slash mba sport that is how you find out more about the fau mba sport management program and well 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 would you look at it there's more successful news coming out of the fau mba sport management program mario rosales has been named Florida Atlantic's associate AD of business and finance. He has his MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic. Another success story, Mario Rosales, again, the FAU associate AD for business and finance. That's the real deal stuff. That's him in a huge role in athletics, and uh, he did it all with uh, his MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic. Just one of the many success stories. Dr. Jim Reardon, the man in charge, his professors are all in the sports industry. It could be finance. It could be law. It could be facilities. It is all across the board. Cryptocurrency, they're doing it all. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport. Sign up for spring semester classes now. fau.edu slash MBA sport. You can take courses online or on campus in Boca Raton, right 19th in the world amongst MBA sport business programs, according to sport business. Uh, Let's go to social media where we have some feedback about whether or not people are actually still flicking people off and again Eli Manning last night on national television Eli Manning you can do whatever the hell you want double middle fingers now he was 
acting out a situation that he was in with a nine-year-old. Yeah, Bobby, hell yeah. Eli sucks. Yeah. But on national television, and then Eli asks, can you, can you blur my fingers? I, 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 for some reason, I find that just wildly hilarious. Uh, Dave Lamont tweets, the last time I looked in the mirror. Okay. Fairly normal there. Uh, also, you have a bunch of responses like this. Uh, Colin Misnuski on Twitter, I only usually give the bird while driving. Aiden Pierce says, probably a couple of years ago in London when someone ran a stop sign and almost hit people walking in the street. Uh, Also, Billy the Marxist tweets, on a daily basis, I flick people off on the highway. On a daily basis. Really? So, here's part of the reason that I don't use the middle finger. All right. And as we've established, maybe people don't get their ass kicked over it anymore. But you know what I'm afraid of here in South Florida? Because people down here are just generally deranged, and I don't normally trust strangers down here, I'm afraid that I'm going to pull up alongside someone, I'm going to stick out my middle finger, and guess what's going to come out of the window next to me? A hail of bullets. I would prefer not to get shot up on the highway with someone with road rage. Because I have seen on the turnpike, on 95, people purposely cutting one another off and doing it for miles with kids in the car. I saw a minivan and a Mustang going at it once, just repeatedly cutting each other off. And the wife is looking over at the husband, I'm assuming the husband, yelling at him, stop, stop. And he's just cutting off this Mustang. And I was like, people are going to die here. Those are the things that happen when you start just aimlessly flicking people off. Like, it's innocent enough. And yeah. The middle finger probably has lost its efficacy, as David and Jupiter said. But you do it to the wrong person, the wrong hothead, the person having the wrong day, and who the hell knows who has a a weapon in their car down here. It's the damn Wild West. I prefer not to get a bullet shot through my side window while driving. That's just me. Like, that's what I'm afraid of. That's why I won't do it. But I, on social media, I'm seeing so many people say, oh, I just do it in traffic. That's not good. Is that good? Come on. Like, why? My wife actually driving in Miami yesterday. Uh, you know when you, you turn on your, uh, your turn signal and you can see the people, whatever lane you're going to go into, they start to speed up because they don't want you in front of them. That's exactly what happened. And he, he, this guy pulls up alongside my wife and just starts flicking her off. And my wife like gave him a thumbs up. I'm like, actually, that's legitimately funny. Well done. I like that. But you know the people who do that? The people who speed up in the lane you're trying to get into are almost universally, almost universally driving a pickup truck with a Punisher sticker on the back window. Almost universally, those are the people. And don't forget about the sunglasses. They're they're wearing sunglasses, they're driving a pickup truck, and they have a Punisher sticker in their window. Do you still flick people off? And in what setting? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Oh yeah, and, and are, you still, are people still getting their ass kicked over, over sticking up their middle finger at somebody? And the last time you used a double bird, when was that? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Uh, and again, on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken LeVick. Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LeVick Live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken LeVick. 
Ah, here we are. The lead up to the biggest game of the century. Tom Brady returns to New England. But before that, Tom Brady's battling his dad. Ah, the drama in the family. Ken Levick Alive. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive podcast. It is free. And if you subscribe to it through the power of technology, it goes right to your phone or your tablet or whatever device you may use. It truly is astounding what we can do in 2021. The Ken Levick Alive feature, uh, the Ken Levick Alive podcast. Uh, again, wherever you get your podcast, that includes Apple Podcasts for all you Apple snobs out there. The Ken Levick Alive podcast. Uh, talking middle fingers and if people still flick people off. Actually, you know what? I was, I was kind of, I was thinking here at ESPN West Palm of all of our teammates, who would be the most likely to to flick somebody off. Could you bring up the um, the phone pot real quick, uh, Joe? I'm going to make a phone call real quick. And I know she's in the office, but I don't really feel like walking out of the studio to go get her um, because I really think it's probably Tina. You hear on the home team, three to five every single day here on ESPN 106.3. I'm pretty sure that Tina is the one that is... Uh, we're going to get her in here. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see uh, if she picks up because I need her to come in here. I just want to ask her when the last time she flicked someone off is. And I bet that it's probably like two weeks ago. She was talking about how she almost got in a fight yesterday with Dean. Hey, uh, you're on the air. Um, Could you come in the studio real quick? Please, if you're around. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me, Tina? Tina, can you hear me? She can't hear me. How can I not talk to somebody who's actually... Okay, well... Uh, you know what, Joe? Yeah, and then she hung up. Joe, could you go get her real quick? Um, I don't know why that didn't work. Uh, so what What I need to ask Tina, though, because, again, she's the most likely, I think, of all people to have flicked someone off recently. Uh, Tina, could you, uh, could you take a seat, please? I just have a couple of quick questions, and I'll let you get back to your day. You look very nice today, by the way. Uh, you don't need to put on headsets. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This isn't like a professional thing. We're not even doing a professional radio show right now. I'm just talking to myself. Um, uh, last night, Eli Manning on Monday Night Football threw up uh, two middle fingers, double birds, if you will, at the same time. Saw that. Uh, and uh, you strike me as the one here at ESPN West Paul most likely to stick a middle finger up at somebody because you're a bit temperamental. Uh, when's the last time you flicked somebody off? I would say in the car about maybe like a month ago. I'm telling Someone you. Someone cut me off. Joe, I told you. I told but you it was But I'll her. say this. I... One thing I'm, like, against and don't do is, like, I don't put my middle fingers up in, like, pictures. Like, I don't, like, that's... Thank God. I, 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 I never I, I am t- not into that. Right, I good. don't like that. Good. But, hey, this dude cut me off and was going slow, and I got around him and gave him the bird. Aren't you worried about, like, road rage? Yeah, I was really worried, actually, that day. Please, <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, you. Oh, no. I was, like, speed away. Gotta yeah. go. <laughs> oh, there's an exit. I better get off here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. See, you can you can, you can, can stick it up the nice middle finger. It was a nice little reminder, because I did get uh, a little scared that time. Uh-huh. You don't so, want to deal with the consequences. Then the guy flicked me back off. Oh, that's productive. Yeah. Isn't that just the perfect <laughs> microcosm of society? Someone flicks you off, so in response, you just... Flick them off. Good. Yes. What an exchange. We're done for the day. That really helped to better society. Excellent. So he just flicked you off? Yep. <laughs> he was mad at me too, I guess. Oh, man. Did you um? Did you feel like you learned a lot? Le- like, when he flicked you off, were you like, 
oh, well, yes, I have done wrong. I'm sorry for flicking you off. Like, what is even the purpose? Like, Joe told me in the break that yesterday he flicked someone off who was getting in the left-hand turn lane and, and who cut him off. And and then afterwards, uh, I, I asked Joe, I'm like, what lesson do you think that guy learned? Do you think that after you flicked him off, he was like, oh, I've seen the error in my ways. Thank you for flicking me off uh, so that I know that I was wrong. Like, what's the point of that? Yes, it's don't cut me off. Don't go slow in front of me and get out of my way. <laughs> And don't do that to other people oh, so you don't man. get flicked off. There was, there was zero doubt in my mind that you, Tina, were the one <laughs> most likely to be throwing up middle fingers in traffic. I, I'm glad that that, that, uh, that thought that lived deep in my mind was correct. My intuition was spot on with that. Uh, it, it, but there was no middle fingers in the incident that you were describing with Dean yesterday on the home team, your, your bar incident over the weekend? No, as you heard, I literally said, bleep you to the guy. So no middle fingers yeah. there needed. I just you said are, it. What? You know what? She is so much more brave than me. Like, she does these <laughs> things. Like, I'd be like, and oh, I'm no. I'm so little. Like, I, know. I shouldn't be doing these like, things. You'd think I'd have a Napoleon complex where I'd go talk bleep to someone and not care. But now I'm like, oh, don't Seriously. punch me. Don't punch me. No, no, no. Ouch. Like, I don't want any of that stuff. So I just ignore people. I know. You're so sassy. I'm oh very shocked God. that you're not, no, you're I not like that. I don't like conflict. <laughs> and I really don't want to get punched. It doesn't feel good. Okay. Uh, Tina, thank you. We'll hear you today at 3 o'clock. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Christina Castan. You really couldn't hear me on the phone, by the way? No, I cannot hear you on the phone. That's probably not a good sign, right, Joe? All right, we'll uh, hear Tina at 3. I know for a fact you'll hear her, maybe. Uh, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Do you flick people off? When have you flicked someone off? And have you thrown up a double bird? And as we've established again, and it was good to hear Tina say it, she doesn't throw up her middle finger in pictures. In fact, the only people that flick people off or, or flick off the camera are bros with their hat backwards and drunk women with cigarettes in their hand. That th- Those are the two types of people that flick off the camera. It's all over Facebook. Uh, let's go to Joe in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken Levick Alive, and what of a special edition of this show it is. Hey, Joe. Thank you. It's a very good day. Very good week after a very good win. But yeah, that was. Uh, by the way, uh, your team before before you get into to, to what you were going to say, your team's real, man. The Cowboys are legit good. That Mr. Diggs, yeah, Trayvon Diggs is three interceptions, and we haven't had the last time we had that many interceptions was uh, Terrence Newman about fifteen years ago, and he had four in the whole season. We've got three. The first. He's got three in the first three games, so we'll see. He's special. Yeah, he sure is. And uh, Joe, our Cowboys historian here on Ken Levick Alive. What else I'm you got, sorry. buddy? Here I go again. You're, You're good. Right. You're good. Sorry. Uh, about the road rage, yeah, I, I, I got really a little nervous the other day. And mm-hmm. uh, coming off of 95 here in Stewart, and this guy, cut, I was clearly going to turn right, and this guy sped off right in front of me. He turned right in front of me, and then I went. I, I kept going, and then he slowed down to turn into this park and so i honked i honked i didn't flip him off but i honked and then i went on by him he backed up and followed me for about three miles oh my god on my way i was i I didn't know what i was going to do i mean i I was like i probably shouldn't have done that yeah i I don't know yeah and see but this is you just never know i I, you should just let it go these days i guess yeah you're right you're totally right. And I know, Joe, that you, you've you just come down here fairly recently. And I just, and I think this is everywhere, but especially down here, like I just, 
I don't I don't know where people's minds are at sometimes. And I right. even honking, like honking for me, I've really got to think through it before I do it because I don't want to be in a situation like like you were in, unfortunately, where you start getting followed because you just don't know. That is a really, really bad feeling. And appreciate the call, Joe. Again, I don't flick people off in traffic. Want to know why? I don't want to get shot. <laughs> Ken Levick alive here on ESPN. I mean, it's that simple. It's that simple. I don't think I'm doing anything that is. Uh, I don't think I'm doing anything that 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 is out of line here. I just think that that's constructive thinking. Okay, that's just me trying to use the little common sense that I uh, that I have left. Uh, and and I I just I'm trying to to make it right. I want to be here at noon every day. I want to be able to go home. I want to be able to make sure that I uh, I get home all the time in one piece. And you know what? I don't need bullet holes in my Kia K5 GT. I just don't. The same Kia K5 GT, how about that for a transition into a live raid at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. That's why I'm a professional, baby. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. Uh, Greenway Kia is where I got that beautiful unshot <laughs> Kia K5 GT. Uh, and uh, the car buying experience there, the fact that they, they go out of your way to make sure you don't waste your time like there are some dealerships where people show up and they have a certain financial situation and uh, the 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 dealership the people there just say hey sorry maybe this isn't for you uh there's a used car lot that way that sucks that's not good business in fact that's terrible business you don't want to go places where you're going to be judged at greenway kia west palm beach their credit clinic ensures that you're going to head to greenway kia that you are going to get to look around and check out the selection, the affordable, the fuel-efficient, the safe, the family-oriented Kia vehicles, and they are going to do everything humanly possible, even if your credit is god-awful. And I've been there. I only can speak to this because I've been there. I have had terrible credit to a point where apartment complexes didn't want me. Like, that's a bad feeling. They will call creditor after creditor after creditor to try and get you approved to make sure that you can drive off the lot with an automobile at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Get on their website now. Check out the Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com, and check out the Kias. George, Mike, Everyone over there, they want you to drive a Kia off the lot at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport, military trail in West Palm Beach. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Drama with the Bradys. Captain Competent. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken LaVica. I got to give Tom Brady credit. Credit. He is. Um, he's legitimately hilarious, and he has delivered once again. Ken Levick alive here on uh, Tuesday on ESPN 106.3 and the free ESPN app. Don't forget, end week we will uh, 
Uh, make sure that we always, we always do our Stormhouse Brewing trivia. Your chance at a fifty-five zero fifty dollar gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. We'll have our tri- uh, our trivia by uh, week's end, and uh, don't forget Thursday weekend warriors presented by Bud Light and Brown Distributing. Your chance at a hundred dollar gift card to a select location where you can enjoy Bud Light. Uh, if you can play our altered fantasy game and win, we're gonna have this week's weekend warrior winner in about 15 minutes time uh so i want to go back to last week when uh tom brady senior tom's dad in case you needed clarification he was on uh on the patriot way podcast hosted by tom Curran, longtime media member covering the patriots uh in boston and 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 tom brady senior was asked about his son and asked about uh, if there was a, a chip on shoulder, uh, how he felt when he went back to Foxborough and how he was going to feel when uh, he was going to take on the Patriots. And that game is, is, is coming up this weekend, this Sunday night. And this was, this was Tom Brady Sr., a very, a very strong, edgy Tom Brady Sr. Do you find a measure of vindication for your kid? Damn Whether- right. Damn rights. Belichick wanted him out the door, and last year he threw 56 touchdowns. I think that's a pretty good year. Do you think that Tom feels the same way? Damn rights. Damn rights. <laughs> Damn rights. Again, we don't know why rights is plural. Maybe he's just really trying to drive it home. Damn rights. But that's strong. I mean, he could have just gone with damn right. We would have gotten the picture. But damn right, that's forceful. So Tom Brady Sr., yeah, yeah he, he has his son's back. Damn right, his son is going to feel vindication, felt vindication winning a Super Bowl, and is going to feel vindication when he goes up to Foxborough and beats the Patriots. Damn right. But then his son, Tom, the actual subject of all of this discussion, was on his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. And Jim Gray asked him, about his father's damn rights comment. Your dad kind of jumped into this, and uh, he had some comments to the press this past week. Uh, Any thoughts on that, Tom? Well, a little bit. I've actually prepared a statement that I wanted to say, and it's really all that I have to say on the subject. Um, Comments made by Thomas Edward Brady, a 77-year-old insurance company CEO who Ah. should know better at this point in his life, doesn't necessarily reflect the views or positions held by his son, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. So furthermore, should Tom Sr. continue to speak out on behalf of his son without the express written consent, Tom Jr. reserves the right to eventually put him in a home against his will. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, that's legitimately funny. That is, that is, it's excellent. And haven't we all been in a spot where we've been embarrassed by dad? And I know that, that my father, Greg, up in the Chicago area, he either listens live or he listens to the podcast. There, there have definitely been moments, sorry, Dad, where it's like, Dad, stop being such a dad. Like, stop. We don't, we don't, we don't need to do that. Like, around your, especially when you're in high school and your dad's around your friends and he's trying to, like, be that guy. And, like, be an 18-year-old again. Like, come on, Dad. Stop. And this is, like, the equivalent of that. What Tom Brady is going through with Tom Brady Sr. I wonder, if you're Tom Brady... Do you think you're able to cut your father off from all further media appearances? How does that work? If you're Tom Brady, do you have the power 
as his son to cut him off from future media appearances. If you were Tom Brady, would you tell your dad to knock it off? Or the dynamic in your relationship, is that even possible? Is Tom Brady Sr. going to just run roughshod? Would, would you be able to cut your dad off from doing stuff like that? Or is your dad just going to trample all over you and do whatever the hell he wants because he's old and he's seen it all? Would you cut your dad off from making further media appearances if you were Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I tell you what, I broached the topic. Because Tom Brady, while he's different now and he's actually himself and it's no longer Patriot way, I can see where that's annoying. Where your, your paternal hype man is going on any podcast or radio show he can find to undercut Belichick and the Patriots. I mean, he was on, he, he spends every Friday before the start of the football season going on Mike Greenberg, who you hear right before us here on ESPN 106.3. They have an annual chat. Like, think about that. What football did Tom Brady Sr. ever play? Is he going to Canton? No. The only time he's going is when his son gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. What is, if I was Tom Brady, I'd be like, what is my dad doing with Mike Greenberg? Why are they palling around on the radio? That's just so weird. And I love Greeny. But, come on. You're one of the most powerful, one of the single most powerful sports radio personalities, sports media personalities in history. In history. You're an internationally known entity. And one of your annual guests before the start of the football season is Tom Brady's dad? Why don't you just strive for Tom Brady? Take the extra step. Tom Brady Sr.? So if you're Tom Brady and you're trying to win another championship and you're trying to go in and focus and win a game in Foxborough and everybody wants to talk about your dad and what he said, damn rights. Damn rights. He even screwed that up. Like, that would be more annoying for me than him talking bad about Bill Belichick. Like, Dad, where do you get damn rights from? What are you talking about? (laughs) Stop being so old, old man. The last thing Tom Brady wants to have brought up in this week leading up to the Patriots, where it's going to be all Brady and all Patriots and all Belichick all the time, is, hey, your dad said this. Dad, shut up. If you were Tom Brady... Would you just cut your dad off from all media and say, pipe down, Pops. 888-760-3776-888-760-3776-888-760-3776 and on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. If you were Tom Brady, would you just cut your dad off from all media? What if his dad comes back and says, hey, I'm protecting my damn rights. All right, that was cheap. I'm sorry that I did that. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Robert in West Palm. Hey, Robert, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Robert? Hey, Ken. How's it going? Good, man. So, I think that uh, I think that Tom Brady might be being a little sarcastic with those comments. He could be. He could be. Kind of poking. Yeah, yeah. But- po- poking fun at the Patriot way, because you know his dad's his hero. He'll, you know, he'll... He rides or dies with him. Yeah. No, I, I and I, it, it did occur to me, but also, too, like, do you really think Tom Brady wants to have to answer for his father this week where everybody's <laughs> going to want a piece of him? Like, I just, 
I, I feel like even if it was sarcastic, and that, and it clearly, like it clearly was that statement from Brady humor. I, I mean, there's no denying that. But also, I'd be a little bit annoyed. Like that, come on, like stop, please. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. The little bit of extra smoke this week yeah. with all the coverage and everything. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Because you know, Robert, that starting tomorrow, I'm contractually obligated to do nothing but talk Brady and Patriots. Like, you understand that, right? Like, that's that's what this week is going to be. ESPN has called me and said, Ken, sorry, it's one full hour of Brady and Patriots, and I'm going to have to talk about his dad. And that that's that's how it's going to be all across the board. And appreciate the call, Robert. That didn't actually happen. That also, humor. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, all I'm doing for the rest of the week is talking Brady and the Patriots. That wasn't a joke. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Actually, that was a joke. I'm sorry. You don't know what's real and what's not. I'm messing with you right now. Damn right. Uh, let me go ahead and tell you about... EDS Air Conditioning. Because EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated, and they've been doing it right here in Palm Beach County, doing it in the Treasure Coast and making sure you're staying cool. What's even better than an air conditioning company that's dependable and is a trained comfort specialist? It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment. An air conditioning company that also handles your plumbing needs as well. I'm trying to decide what's more annoying, when your AC goes out in the summer or when you have a plumbing issue and you have rattling pipes, or there's water just gushing everywhere in your home. Either way, it's just one stop. It's one call. It's EDS Air Conditioning, because again, of course, EDS is yes. Like I said, they're a trained comfort specialist. You can check them out online at edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. They are your one-stop shop for all your AC work. They're your one-stop shop for all your plumbing work as well. And they set up their appointment times around you. They don't want you held hostage. They don't want you to have to sit around in a hot home or with a major plumbing issue all day and just wait, 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 wait. They are doing everything that they can to make sure that you are getting worked around as opposed to the other way around. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Call 561-316-8799. That's 561-316-8799. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. When we return here on Ken Levick Alive, I went hardcore with the heat yesterday. You're not going to want to miss this. All the pertinent questions were asked. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. If you love the heat, I tell you what, there's only one place to go. It's right here on Ken Levick Alive because only one man, only one man is asking heat players the questions that matter, the answers that you want to know. Yesterday, during Heat Media Day, I had a chance to catch up with Tyler Hero, and we addressed the most pertinent topics, the most important topics, including cheese curds. Um, so I want to start with the most pressing question because I'm a Chicago guy uh, originally, but I lived in Wisconsin for a year and I probably ate uh, more cheese and more cheese curds than at any point in my life. Uh, yeah. So I need to ask a Wisconsin native 
Uh, cheese curds, the fried kind or the the unfried kind, the stuff you buy in stores? What's the best cheese curd? I like fried for sure. Okay. When's the uh, last time you had a cheese curd? A cheese curd? Um... Probably over the summer when I went back home, you know, from my camp, I, I definitely had to stop in and, and grab some cheese curds. There you go. There you go. I was, I was wondering about that. And I, I also, too, uh, have noticed uh, that you are jacked, man. Uh, you, I'm seeing all this stuff on social media, and you're all ripped up. What have you been doing this offseason? Um, you know, just living in the weight room and, you know, eating the right food and, just continuing to try to improve my body. You know, we spent a lot of, you know, a lot of time this, this off season in the weight room and, um, you know, just trying to make sure I'm, you know, eating the right things, putting the right things in my body and, you know, just trying to add weight. Uh, here with Tyler Hero entering his third season with the Heat. Uh, and uh, I, I, when it comes to taking care of yourself and, and getting in the weight room and eating right, for you, is that a struggle? Was that a struggle? How have you eaten in the past? Like, what adjustment? What kind of adjustment is this for you? Uh, yeah, it wasn't something that I struggled with. I just really never took the time to, to do it and really, um, you know, you know, put my mind and put my mind towards something that we, that we wanted, and that was to to gain you know ten pounds. So, you know, this was my really really my first off season in the NBA. You know, and I was able to really lock in and do the things that we wanted to work on. So, you know, once I put my mind to something, it's it's really easy for me to go and get it. Man, that is an excellent point. That this and it, I didn't even occur. It didn't even occur to me. Yeah, this is this is your first true off season yeah. in the NBA, and I know that that you had said a couple of days ago that. Last year, there were just times where going to work wasn't fun for you. Uh, yeah. What have you been able to do in this offseason just to kind of level yourself out a little bit? Um, just, you know, just stepping away from the game. You know, I think that offseason, when you're away from something, you know, you miss it, and you, and you, especially something you love. And, you know, obviously loving the game, when I'm away from it for a couple of months, I'm, you know, I really miss it, and I'm really eager, and I can't wait to get back out there, you know, starting tomorrow for training camp. But I just, you know, I'm really excited to, to be back and, you know, hopefully just have a great season. I know that basketball has been your life, and I know that especially when you go to a place like Kentucky, it, there's pressure there. But, but basketball, while you love it, when did it hit you that, man, this is a job? There is a grind to this like anybody else's day-to-day. Was that last year at some point? Um, I mean, last year I knew, you know, it definitely hit different that it was a business. But, I mean, like you said, coming from Kentucky, it's, it's been a business for a while. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch of different things that go into it. You know, it's not more, it's not any more just a game of basketball. You know, there's a bunch of things that, that come with it, so... It sounds like, though, you're, you're reset, and this is a, a little bit of a I'm-going-to-show-you type of season that you're gearing up for. Yeah, definitely, 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 um, you know, going to show some people. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the, the work will speak, speak for itself. Sure. And, you know, I'm put the work in and everything that I've, I've done up to this point it has been the right thing. So, you know, you know, good things always happen. Here with Tyler Hero, Miami Heat, and, again, training camp is underway. Uh, and uh, it's it time to put that work in in the offseason. Now, also in the offseason, I, uh, I I wanted to or I wanted to address with you the fact that you were you were in Surfside uh, right at the onset of the the collapsed towers and you were there uh, making sure that people were okay bringing water bringing supplies what was what was that experience like? Uh, yeah, it's just it's heartbreaking you know to see that 
that happened, you know, especially somewhere, you know, that we call home, you know, Miami is 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 home for for a lot of us and for for that to happen it was just really heartbreaking and you know I I had saw that it happened, you know, I was at the arena and then um you know, we wanted to just go over and you know just support cuz you know we're we're part of the city too. You know, we're here through everything and you know, we support and just want to be there for the for the city whatever they may need. Well, it was good to see you out there and definitely uh to, making sure that uh that you're representing for the city. One more final question. Uh the the girl that uh that that got out of her car to get your autograph and then crashed her car <laughs> into a wall this yeah. off season. Uh was that the weirdest experience of your celebrity life? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that was definitely interesting. Um <laughs> Didn't expect that to happen, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, I guess, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Didn't expect that to happen is probably the best way to analyze that entire right. situation. <laughs> Tyler, awesome stuff, man. Good to talk with you and uh, go get it this season. Looking forward to you tearing it up, okay? Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. And if you're not ready for the heat season after that, then I don't know what to tell you. Now, a little quick background. Uh, so our, our Jeanette Javier, who you hear commercial free uh, with Evan Cohen, 5 o'clock every day, she was down there coordinating everything at uh, Heat Media Day, did an outstanding job. Uh, I just wanted to give a little insight, uh, pull back the curtain, a little fourth wall breakthrough here. Uh, this is how my interaction with Tyler Hero started yesterday. <coughs> you got it? Yeah, Go let's ahead. do it. Let's Tyler, how are you, man? Oh, I thought I was talking no, to you. No, no, not me. Yeah, not she, me. All of a sudden, you had the voice of God in your head. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> um, I should just quit media. Like, I, why, why do I even do things? Why do I even host a radio show? I am the absolute worst. Tomorrow, you're not going to want to miss my conversation with professional podcaster Duncan Robinson from Miami Heat Media Day as well. Hey, time now for you to win tickets. Win tickets to the Shula Bowl. It comes up Saturday at 3.30 at FAU Stadium. It's FAU Ticket Tuesday. We're doing this every Tuesday. Willie Taggart and his crew looking to go back above 500 as they embark on a journey to another Conference USA Championship. It's a rivalry game. It's FAU and it's FIU Saturday at 3.30. Howard Schnellenberger Field at FAU Stadium. Seventh caller right now at 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Caller 7 gets tickets to FAU, FIU, the Shula Bowl. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. FAU Ticket Tuesdays. That'll do it for us here. We'll be back tomorrow. Captain Competent Joe Rigotti, great job as always. I'm Ken Levicka. I was average at best. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Damn right. We'll be live on ESPN 106.3.